Hi, everyone, and welcome to another exciting edition of Words, Images, and Worlds. Delighted on this episode to be talking with author Amalia Hoffman. Amalia, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to talk with you. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for saying yes. Uh, Thanks for for jumping on. You have a couple of lovely books on display in the background there, I see. Yeah, I have about uh, 12 books. And I have uh, two more coming in um, 2024, next year. Wonderful, wonderful. We'll we'll make sure um, to talk about those. Yeah, it's kind of fun, you know, as the shelves get filled with books. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It's kind of fun, you know. It's it's The greatest thing is when you have your first book, you know, that's like, wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then you say, oh, okay, maybe I can do that again. Yeah. 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 So really excited. uh, Oh, sorry. I'm saying I'm really excited and I'm excited about, uh, you know, it's just something I always wanted to do and now I'm actually doing it. So yeah. it's a great feeling, you know, to uh, to do something you love, something you always dreamed of doing. And um, then you take that uh, dive and mm-hmm. you say, oh, you know, maybe I can do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not absolutely. easy. It's not easy. <laughs> But it's uh, extremely rewarding. It really is. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you you mentioned wanting to be an author at a young age. What was that initial link well, to know, the it, written it, word? Like I grew up. I had two sisters. One was a year and a half younger. One was a year and a half older. And we lived in the same. We, we slept in the same room. And at night, my father would you know read us a story. Read us a story and. He was a wonderful father, but he was really tired. And he was like, a, once upon a time, there was a princess. <laughs> <laughs> and we never knew what happened at the end of the story. Did the princess get married? Did she fall in love with the prince? There was never an end to the story. So I started making my own ending. Ah, I love it, love it, yeah. Yeah, I started making my own ending, and, and you know, we, we did, I grew up, we didn't have television, I grew up in Israel, and uh, uh, and, and so it allowed us actually more time to uh, dream on our own, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so I started, um, I wasn't really doing books, what I was doing is I was doing greeting cards, and in the greeting cards, I would, like, tell a whole story, you know, like anniversary, I wrote a poem for my mom and dad, birthday. That was very big, uh, you know, making a greeting card because you couldn't just go to the store and get a greeting card that said something very smart already. Uh-huh. So I, I started doing that and that was a big, uh, a big thing for me. I'll get paper and I'll do the illustration and and you know and and I'll do the writing and and I think I, I sometimes I, I look at it and say you know uh, uh, <laughs> uh it's 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 better than what I'm doing now <laughs> uh so that was the thing I think the the fact that uh you know um we had few books very few books I love them I love the books um uh, I read a lot but um uh, you know, I wasn't really doing book books, uh, but I did art all the time. I think my first painting was all black. It was all black. And mm-hmm. my, you know, they almost took me to a psychiatrist. Uh, <laughs> and my, my mother asked me what it is. And I said, it's a chicken coop. And she said, well, 
well, the chicken, I said, uh, well, they're all asleep and it's dark, which <laughs> makes sense. Then I think they realized that I only had a black crayons because I lost the rest of them. So, uh -huh. but I always, I always, all I remember all my life is um, crayons and uh, blues and colored papers. And I did a lot of crafts. I did a lot of stuff with eggs. Like we will make two holes, blow it, get the egg hollow, and then decorate it. You know, make. And I had faces like that from all over the world. People from all over the world, you know, in faces on eggs. Mm -hmm. So I did that. I did uh, a lot of creatures from nutshells. You know, you cut the nutshell in half, mm -hmm. uh, and then you all, have, um, you know, and then you have the two halves that you can really, uh, you know. I made uh, uh, turtles. I made. Ladybug, things like that. Then um, we got involved with puppetry. We started in camp. Uh, they taught us how to do puppets by taking toilet paper roll. And, you oh. know, you put like uh, some newspapers inside and then you shred newspaper with uh, with flour and salt and water and you make the mush. Mm -hmm. And then you build your puppet from it. And we started it in camp, but uh, it turned out to be a real puppet theater. Uh, we had a business. We had a real business. <laughs> this was a really good business. The richest people in Jerusalem picked us up in Cadillacs so we can do, um, uh, you know, puppet theater for their kids. And we had Snow White. We had Little Red Riding Hood. We had a couple of uh, Israeli stories, you know, different. And you could pick. You could pick the show you wanted. And my mother made the costumes. My father made the built the uh, theater. It, it was a serious business. My sister ended up being an actress and and doing it as a career. Oh wow, wow! So I did, yeah, I didn't do that, but we wrote the script, which is a little bit like. Uh, so for me, it all started in childhood. It, it really did. Uh, we had a very supportive pairs of parents, and in this tiny apartment on the fourth floor, we had a whole puppet theater going and we did it for the kids in the neighborhood and uh, uh, and I think we I grew up in a home um, that was extremely creative Love uh, so uh, it kind of opened it up um, over uh, the course of my life I was mostly working as an artist um, showing you know in New York galleries uh, then I started the business of doing window display, you know, for Tiffany's, Fortune of all the stores. I would bring all the props and, you know, like I would see the children uh, gazing through the glass and looking and all this Christmas thing. I had unicorns. I had elves. I had, uh, you know, all, all made stuff I made in my studio. Uh, and I, I saw them looking and I said, well, you know, uh, how about picture books <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's the same idea you know you're telling a story um with visuals mm -hmm. um and um and so one day I actually came home and uh and did I joined the society of illustrators and I uh and I started writing I started making connections you know knowing people like-minded people that uh, also wanted to do it and we were all you know, some people were very advanced. They had books and stuff. And some people were just coming to a conference to learn something about the business. Uh -huh. uh, that's what I did. Uh, I came in completely green. Um, I had a couple of ideas and I had a portfolio. And 
um, I happened to win an award in LA. It was a big thing. And it was a lot of fun because, uh, you know, the people were so much fun. It was a real party. Uh, so that's how I started. I made a tons of connections Love it. Uh, over, uh, doing that. Uh, and, and I learned the business because I thought a picture book could be like this, could be like that. And I realized there are rules. It's mm-hmm. got to be 34 pages and it's got to have a beginning, a meaning and an end. And uh, and how you do a dummy, like the first dummy I sent was just stapled. And I realized, no, you can't do it this way. Uh, you know, there, there are tons of, uh, it's a business that you have to learn. It's a craft. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, and then I would contact the people I met and I would say, do you know how you do this and how you do that? And that's really like a community. Um, I think it helps a lot. And and then I did the first book and then I did the second book and uh, and now I'm on my 13th. Love it. And, Love <laughs> and I hope, uh, you know, it's not how many books you do. It's more... Uh, you know, like I think every author, every illustrator, they're looking for the catharsis, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, this something. And, and so it always keeps you on edge. Yeah, yeah. It's that not drive like, oh, to create. I'm going to do one, I'm going to do two, I'm going to do three, I'm going to do four. No, no, it's not about that. It's it's really not. If, if you have one that you're proud of, that's enough for a lifetime. It really is. Do you have a favorite? Uh, you know, I don't have a favorite because I work in so many genres. Uh-huh, love that. Um, yeah, I love don't that. just, you know, one book is uh, uh, like the Brave Cyclist, you know, my book, The Brave Cyclist. Mm-hmm. That's for um, all the kids. It's, uh, I would say you could do it, you can show it to a five-year-old, but you can also read it to um, a 14, 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. So one of my favorites. I'm, I'm really uh, proud of this book. This book, uh, I didn't do the illustration. The illustrations were done by Chiara Fidel, who is an Italian illustrator, because it's not the style that I would be good at illustrating. But it's a nonfiction, and it's about Gino Bartali, who was uh, a champion bicyclist um, back in uh, the 1930s. And during the Holocaust, he was an avid Christian. And during the Holocaust, he uh, saved Jews, but 800 Jews by smuggling um, false documents for them, um, by sticking them in his bike frame and smuggling them across Italy so that they could be uh, made into fake documents. And then he would bring them back to Florence and distributed to all these people he didn't know. I found out about the story when I was in Israel. In Israel, I was uh, visiting uh, the Holocaust Museum in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. and I saw the name on the uh, uh, Righteous Among the Nation list of Italian people, and I was so impressed, and I wrote this story, and it was an emotional thing. Uh, and uh, And I'm very proud of that story because I keep on getting requests uh, for presentations, not necessarily from Jewish groups. Like the story really hit the heart of, uh, uh, you know, universal groups because it's such yeah. an emotional story. And 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 that man, he just so I'm very proud of it. On the other hand, I have um, a board book mm-hmm, for mm-hmm. Ben Ibi, 
I have a boardwalk for babies and uh, it's called All Colors. And as you open it, you learn the colors, but you also make a human being. And at the end, it shows you that, you know, people come in all colors. Love it. And that is in a way a story for a baby saying, you know, we're all equal, no matter what color we come in. So it's a message. But it's not like, hey, you gotta be good. You gotta play with them. No, it's not mm-hmm. like that. So I'm just as attached to, to this little thing as I am to um, you know, a big story. Then I have um a fun book. Love it, one of my favorites. Is, yeah, and that uh you know, some of them won awards. And this is a book about uh, a kid who is trying to create a monster uh unsuccessfully and uh he realizes or she realizes after a while that monsters don't have to be scary, you know, and then the monsters do things that maybe his friends do, like they play with crayons, they, uh, uh, you know, they go to the library to find out about humans, they try to show how scary humans are. So this is safe for ages um, four to seven and it's the same message, you know, anything that's different than you is not necessarily a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, I like the message. Uh, what what I try to do is I try to um, give messages without being, being uh, dogmatic, without being preachy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the purpose of children. The last thing children want is, in, is a lecture. <laughs> Yeah, they don't want a lecture. They really don't. So you somehow want to give a message, but you have to do it in a fun way. Uh, the fun thing is that the book is also translated. I'm showing you the upside down because I don't read Chinese. There must be no reason. I know that this is my name. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I figured that out. <laughs> but this is so fun because now you got this book and... The message goes to China, uh-huh. and it, uh, you know, and it's like, wow, Chinese uh-huh. kids are reading my books, you know. I, I just love the idea. Beside, look at this calligraphy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, I love English, but <laughs> with all due respect, this is so much more beautiful. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so it's a book that I'm very proud of. Uh, it did very well. I uh, got a lot of good reviews. And then I have another book. Uh, also for the same um, age group uh, with the same publisher, and that's called um, Masha Munching. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a book about a goat that's tired of eating the food in a farm, and she decides to go to a French restaurant. And <laughs> so she eats, so she gets to the restaurant, uh, you know, she's not exactly sophisticated enough to <laughs> go to a French restaurant, and there is this snobbish waiter and and she does all the things like she eats the basket where the baguette is and uh, and she sneezes too loud and she eats the table you know <laughs> and finally she realizes she you know she realizes that maybe in in a farm she only eats hay but mm-hmm. at least she can burp <laughs> at least she can <laughs> jump up and down she doesn't have to sit quietly in a chair and the message is like she's trying to sneeze and the waiter freaks out. Uh, so, uh, uh, you know, the message is maybe you can have less, but it's in a place where you are with friends, among friends. You're sharing this little bit of straw with 
good friends who are like-minded, who like what you're doing. You're not have, you don't have to be someone else. And at the end, she opens a restaurant for her friend. Uh, and that. I put this French food, I, you know, uh, I kind of remembered all the French I learned in high school. And the book is also in Chinese now. I just uh, love it. You know, everything in Chinese looks better. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> so I'm just as proud of that. I have a book which is um, which came out with PJ Library, which is a, a Jewish uh, publisher. And it's called My Hands Make the World. And, uh, um, you know, the idea, you know how kids do fingerprints like that mm-hmm. uh, and I I think it's one of the best things you can do with a baby it makes a mess so most mothers don't really like it you know <laughs> so but uh it, it's terrific for kids so you know I talking about the word you know the word was created by God and I grew up uh, you know always thinking of who the hell is God and <laughs> how did he do that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? created the, the, the word so I, I i thought about maybe making the child into a god and uh the child is creating the word so to speak uh so what i did is um i went back to the bible and i kind of so it starts by just making a mess on a page mm-hmm. because it says in the bible that in the beginning everything was tohu vavohu which means there is no word for it in english it means a total mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the kid is just, you know, with the fingers and, and then, um, you know, the hands make the light and the dark. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they make the, um, it's, it's very, very simple, you know, the sky and the uh, and this, the sea. And at the end, the ends, the hands are, you know, the light. It, it's really the text of the Bible, but there is no God in it. God is an abstract thing that kids absolutely don't get. To them, they are God. Mm -hmm. Uh, Kids see things from their own, you know, from their own perspective. Uh, And at the end, uh, the hands are resting, just like uh, God did in the seventh day. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, kind of uh, resting and also um, uh, appreciating Mm-hmm. what they have done so the idea of this book um is that um the creation really appears in many many uh you know uh, literature you know many many um stories of different religions and in mm-hmm. every religion there is some kind of a god whether it's a visible god or whether it's that and and the kids are like oh thank you you created the world for us Mm-hmm. Uh, so the idea was to get away from it and do a different type of not a religious book but a book that uh, kind of relate to them mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so so I'm very proud of it, it did very well uh, now I'm doing another book about also with hands but I can't spill the bins yes because yeah, it's yeah. coming out so I gotta keep my mouth shut and so you know then I have a book that uh, um that is really cute, and that's again, it's for babies. So, like, mm-hmm. I can go from a baby to a th- and and actually, I'm thinking maybe I'll write a, a graphic novel for teenagers. Oh, I love it! I love it. Uh, graphic so that's, novel, that's, that's something I'm working on. But again, uh, you know, it's like a more like long term because I have because I have things that you know I do, and I have things that I think about, and so on. So, um, you know, the, the thing with me is that. Uh, I don't have one style. I 
kind of feel that each book deserves their own style. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a little sometimes hard to identify my book because I, I don't use the same technique. Uh, like for this book, Astropy, I used a uh, chalk mm -hmm. on on a paper that's like rough. And it's about a pea that jumped out of his pea pod and went to space. Uh, and all the book is about vegetables, you know, uh, uh, and the, the spaceship is a carrot. Mm. <laughs> this is really good to people who try to teach their kids how to eat good food. You know? This is true. <laughs> this is true. And then all the um, planets are vegetables. And, uh, and at the end, he... He, he has like disasters in the book. The book has a crisis. The spaceship crashes, and uh, so as you go from page to page, it's what you call a page turner. Mm -hmm. I mean, in all the books you turn the page, but babies love to do this. Mm -hmm. you know, they love to do this. Print awareness, stuff. yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that's the advantage of a book, a physical book, versus um, a um, e-book. Mm -hmm. Also, mm -hmm. they're small. This is small. This is the kind of thing you can put in a tiny hand. And a kid can, And also, it's very thick. I have pictures of kids eating my books. You know, <laughs> <chewing>. <laughs> and, and the idea is, well, how much chewing does it take to destroy a board book? These are called <laughs> board books. So, you know, then the uh, control shuttle comes and saves the P. Uh, and at the end, he comes back. He has a telescope, which is uh, an asparagus, and he sees Earth from far away. And at the end, he goes down with another spaceship, and then he goes to back to Earth on a parachute, which is a mushroom. Uh, believe it or not, uh, I started thinking, oh, this is going to be very simple. It turned out to be very time-consuming because I had to learn a lot about space. <laughs> Like, I never really knew, um, you know, how you come down from a spaceship. I mean, the spaceship, and then I started thinking, wait a minute, it's a baby's book, but, you know, somebody is going to criticize me somewhere. So, so what do you mean? This is not how a spaceship comes back to Earth. So I did a lot of research. So in a way, it's also a book about space. Um, I think this is something when you work on, on a book, but you have different layers. Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. the book has a story. But then it also teaches about diversity, uh, or it teaches about, uh, you know, something scientific or uh, something else. So, mm -hmm. you know, uh, you try to bet. It's very hard to do it in a board book that has like um, 10 pages, something yeah. like that, and mm -hmm. 50 words. Uh, so in a way, even though they're like, the, you know, oh, my God, how difficult. You know, when I went to the library looking at board books, which was I did when I started with, I said, this is really easy. I can do that in a week. Uh, and then I realized uh, uh, it's it's much easier to, in a way, to, to have all the space for all the words you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But then when you have to funnel your word and be specific, uh, you know, that's more difficult. But I like yeah. the challenge. Yeah. So, you know, I, I don't have a favorite, but uh, um, I kind of look at uh, different things for different groups. One mm -hmm. fits this and one fits that. And, uh, you know, as, every book has a different value. Yeah. So yeah. that's how I look at it. Yeah. Uh -huh. Love it. Love it. Yeah. Um, so as we, as we close out with maybe a final question or two, curious about the books that are on the way 
from yeah. you. And, and I uh, am already on board for a graphic novel, by the way. Um, yeah. So anything that you would want to share about the books coming in 2024? Well, I have, uh, I can't, um, I have two books that are coming in 24. So I can't uh, show about them much. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. They are, um, you know, one is about the holiday of Passover. I can say that. Mm -hmm. But Wonderful. completely different takeoff uh, on Passover because kids really need books about Passover. And, you know, in the past we had books like, this is a matzah. This mm -hmm. is a gefilte fish. This is a Haggadah. And um, uh, kids are tired of it. Right, so right. So the book is like an adventure. It's a lot of fun. Um, and, um, I, I, you know, it, it's like kind of different. It's not a board book. It's a picture book, okay. which means it has 32 pages. Uh, then I have a book about another kind of unknown holiday, but it's called Shavuot, which is a holiday where you bring your first fruits to uh, to show that uh, it, it's an agricultural holiday. Mm -hmm. um, and I grew up with this culture. So for me, it's kind of nice because I can bring up my own culture into the book. Each book is done in a different technique. One is paper cuts, and the other one is done more in fingerprints and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm working on a book about peace. Um which I haven't sold yet. Uh, I think that is the subject. Uh, peace means many different peace and war, war and peace, you know, but not mm -hmm. like a question of no. Right. <laughs> no, no. So I'm working and that I'm doing in a technique that I have never worked in, a new technique called chincole, where you know you as a kid in, in kindergarten, you know how you take like tissue paper and you uh -huh. Uh -huh. glue it. So I'm doing it in that. And then oh, I'm working on a graphic novel on um, a discovery, uh, something that was discovered in Egypt. I've been to Egypt. I saw it. Um, something. I've been doing this for five years, you know, in different ways. I started this one. Now I'm thinking a graphic novel. So graphic novels are very big. I've never done it. It's very challenging. I got a lot to learn. I am a, a complete amateur uh, in graphic novel. But that's a challenge, you know. I love I love the the way you're expanding and um would be glad to have you back on to talk about the graphic thank novels you so when it comes much together. And thank you for inviting me. It's so nice to talk to you. Yeah, great to talk with you. Um mm -hmm. do you have websites, things like that that you want to mention for listeners that want to um connect with your work and, and see more? Uh I have a, a website mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that um is very um extensive. It's um, www.amaliahoffman.com. Or even if you click Amalia Hoffman, there are not that many. I checked there, but a couple of in the world. Uh, and, and that has all my books. It's got, I'm also a storyteller, you know, like I tell my stories, like for Macho Manching, I have. Uh, uh -uh. <laughs> so it tells a lot about the, um, um, you know, what I do, my books, but also my storytelling so people can. Um, if they want to contact me, they can contact me. And I, I do like a show, you know. Oh, and love it, love it. I have uh, my history. I have a page about, uh, uh, you know, if you click on a book, you can see where to buy it. You can see the videos, um, presentations that I did, coloring pages that you can download for free. Um, I have one book that has a recipe. Uh, so you can download the recipe for free. Uh, a lot of fun things, games, 
like mm-hmm. recognition games and stuff. Each book has different things. And um, any teacher or any parent, go ahead and print it out. There's no seal on it. You can do whatever you want. It's printable. So it's a source of um, helping teachers to some of the books, like The Brave Cyclist, I have a very extensive uh, teacher guide. Great, great. Uh, I also Always have, helpful. Yeah, it's very helpful because a, a, a teacher can say, well, what am I going to do with this book? So the kids can read it, but then they can do a whole, um, you know, lesson about it or, it, you know, extend whatever they're teaching with it. I have one for Masha Munching about funny f- goats, you know, goat facts. Mm-hmm, All mm-hmm. things I learned that goats do, it's really funny. Um, so each book has different things depending on um, what I feel it could be used for for a teacher or librarian, a parent, um, you know, something like that. So that's all on my website. And um, I invite people, go ahead. And uh, uh, and if you want to contact me, uh, I'm always here. And I answer my emails. Wonderful, be wonderful. Well, well, thank you so much. And uh, we will so have much. to... Yeah, we'll we'll have to plan another chat sometime in the future yeah. about oh, yeah. graphic novels and creative <laughs> methods and all of those things. Definitely. Yeah. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, my pleasure. Great to talk with you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Bye. You. Bye. Bye.